In this episode, our conversation on narcissism continues. This is episode 58. We are talking about taking out the trash, also known as the discard. We're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. All right, you guys, we're continuing our conversation about the different stages in narcissistic abuse or a narcissistic relationship. And we're in the final stage, the discard, and it literally is exactly like it sounds. So we talked about in the love bombing phase, you have this picture perfect person. And then the devaluation phase, those cracks begin to form in the mirror. By discard, it's, oh my God, the mirror is completely broken. We need to throw it out. We need to pick up the glass and throw it out. And it's, it's something where by the time you reach a discard, that person, you can't even recognize them anymore. They're nothing like that person from the love bombing phase. So it really is a, a throwing out the trash moment. And as I mentioned, narcissists, they're after supply. So when your supply runs stale, when you're not as fun as you used to be, when you actually hold them accountable to express empathy and show concern for anyone else but themselves, they're going to respond with contempt, with blame shifting, with all of the other things, and they're going to throw you out. They're going to discard you. And hopefully it doesn't come to that. Hopefully you recognize what's going on and you leave before you are discarded, but it's going to end in a discard. And they're going to replace you with a new supply. And here's the thing, they're either going to replace you with a new supply, usually if they're really sly, a lot, usually groom their next supply while they're in the devaluation phase with the current supply, and then they're going to just discard you. And it's like you never existed. It's like that person from love bombing is gone, that devaluation person, the cracks appeared, suddenly it shattered, and that's it, packed up, left town. It's like you're dead to them. And... It's really abrupt and it makes perfect sense because they're just on the hunt for a new supply. So they repeat that cycle, that love bombing, they're, they're back to that. And it, it just rinse and repeat, change out the partners. And they're not capable of secure attachments. And what you'll find yourself thinking is if you left, you might be questioning like, will they be better for the next person? Will they change? Or you might find yourself thinking like, what did I do wrong? They discarded me. What did I do wrong? Why am I not good enough? And that pain is very real because by the time you've made it to this phase, you're so beaten down. Your self-esteem is so beaten down and you've been brainwashed to think that there is something wrong with you and that you aren't enough and that something's wrong, but there's nothing wrong. 
They are what's wrong. They brought you through this phase. And I don't want to make this about like they are so terrible and I don't want to pathologize anyone. What I want to say is this is where you've been. This is where you're at now. There's nothing wrong with you. You're in a relationship with someone who wasn't that healthy. In that moment, you made unhealthy decisions. You are not a victim. It's time to move forward. Better recognize these patterns and don't end up in this situation again. When you see the red flags, believe them, don't change them, run. And here's the thing. After the discard, the story doesn't end there because it's not just, oh, discard and done. There's a lot of different things that happen after. And one of the components could be something called hoovering where the person starts coming back around starts looking for ways to reach out to you, starts trying to return to that love bombing phase with you. Hoovering is real. And your brain, there's this euphoric recall where you think, oh, they're back. This is good. They're back. They're going to go back to the love bombing phase. And they will for like 0.2 seconds or for as long as they can until they return back to the devaluation phase because those cracks are going to come again because they're not capable of secure attachments. So then when the discard happens, be prepared for that hoovering because that's going to happen. There's also something called the smear campaign. So they're going around and they're they're spreading they're spreading the lies. They're they're going to say whatever they want to say to make you look like the bad person, to make you look like the one who's unwell to make it look like, oh, poor that person, they have a lot going on, they're crazy, whatever it is. They're going to tell a whole story to smear your reputation and to turn people against you. That's just how these people roll. So now that you know, discard, literally taking out the trash, and the smear campaign, the hoovering, and how does this compare to a healthy relationship? Well, in a healthy relationship, yes, breakups are really sad. They're sad. It's sad when something doesn't work out. And there's a grieving process with that. And that component is very real. When you're going through a breakup, that sadness is very real. But eventually, once you go through the grief, once you go through the hurt, eventually you look back on that experience and you think, wow, look at all the ways that I've grown Look at the lessons that I learned. You know, that stinks. It didn't work out with that person. But I realize now why we're not compatible. That's a healthy breakup. Now, in a narcissistic situation, when it ends, that trauma bond is broke and it's abrupt and you're discarded and you're left feeling like you're not good enough. They take you out like they take out the trash. And suddenly they're all over with their new supply. Because that's what they do. Narcissists love to flaunt their new supply and make things known. And they intentionally want to hurt the old supply. That's how it goes. And it's a very overwhelming feeling of inadequacy, thinking that you're not good enough. Because all during the devaluation phase, you're put down and told that you're not good enough. And told that all these things are wrong with you and that your ideas and your feelings are wrong. They've attacked you so much that by the time they discard you, you're really knocked down and it's like they're kicking you when you're down, when you're discarded. So with that, being discarded could 
lead to so many other problems. And in another episode, we're going to talk about like what is the collateral damage of ending a narcissistic relationship. We're going to talk about the mind, the body, and your overall well-being. What type of damage does it do? And I think the root of this damage is from the devaluation phase. Because by the time you get to the discard, you're so broken and hurt. That mirror is shattered and so are you. But the good thing is you can be put back together and healing is possible. And the best way to heal after being discarded is go no contact. Block them. Block the numbers. Block the social media. Cut all ties because the pattern is predictable. Trust the pattern. If you don't, they're going to hoover. They're going to they're gonna do the smear campaign. You don't need to be there to see it. Block them. You don't need to hear from them. Obviously, it doesn't fit every situation. If you're co-parenting with someone, if they're your boss, there's so many different situations. Family could be a time where you can't, but if you could, block them. You don't need to see the smear campaign. You don't need to see the new supply. You need to heal, and you do that by going no contact because these people don't change. They don't. The pattern just repeats, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So going no contact, protecting your peace, educating yourself on, yes, the signs, but also looking at yourself and understanding your vulnerabilities is really important. So coming down the line, we're going to have an episode about the mind, body, and overall collateral damage of being in a narcissistic relationship. We're also going to have... um, the episode talking about healing and and how to move forward and understanding what puts you at risk for getting in this situation in the first place. So thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, healing is possible. You are not a victim. You are an overcomer. You got this. Give yourself time to grieve. Go no contact. Remember, they're not going to change. The pattern is predictable their character will continue to stay consistent. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connelly underscore And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light, and I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.